it's the LRC The podcast was a game, we be MVP Knowledge is power, lend an ear for the next hour And tell these other whack podcasts to hit the showers Cause we the best, numero uno, we like the sumo Up against the straw weight, our content's great We talking sports, pop culture, the squares circling all You shanky on the mic, mixed with Jinder Mahal And we saw Paul Heyman's had enough that you can say when Until then, yeah buddy, we're back in the squared sofa for one of the most important episodes of the living room champs presents the squared sofa of all time the follow-up to the most stupendous wrestlemania in history and i'm of course joined by my faithful partner dr michael whitesnake thank you very much len and i am an MD, as in a Mikey doctor, not DMD, <laughs> not what were we talking about for? OD or DO, I'm Obst- sorry. Obstetrician. Doctor of Obstetricianetics. That's right. But <laughs> Stentrics. I tell you what, the doctor in sports entertainment, undisputedly, Len, is none other than Dr. Vincent. Kennedy McMahon, my word, what a weekend of wrestling he bestowed upon us. Uh, yeah, the Reverend Dr. McMahon, he has all the titles, all the superlatives. He's earned them over a long, decorated career, and he is, you know, gain, gets a lot of questions nowadays about his aptitude, about his fitness. Uh, maybe mentally and not necessarily physically. I don't think people question his physical fitness more as mental fitness, but. When all push comes to shove, he can put together eight hours of wrestling. It's pretty fucking entertaining, and I love WrestleMania. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's. I told you all throughout the weekend, this is in the running for one of the best WrestleManias of all time. I mean, maybe, obviously, some recency bias, right? Yeah, always is. And and a a little bit exaggerated coming off of two, like... Different years, hard years, years, yeah, hard tougher, years, yeah. down years with the uh, with the COVID mm-hmm. empty stadium, and then it was a half filled yeah. Raymond James Stadium last year, and that now they're in Jerry World, ATT Stadium, the world's biggest arena for mm-hmm. the most stupendous show. I mean, they pulled out all the stops, lots of fan service, mm-hmm. lots going on, lots to digest. Yeah, so. Let's get right into it. I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't, and it wasn't, it was more than eight hours because you had to stand and deliver. Yeah, yeah, of course. All these events that came back to you, I mean, the logistics the Hall of Fame on Friday night, SmackDown Friday night, Monday last night. So there's been tons of hours of wrestling for which I consumed all of them. Oh, yeah. yep. And it's a, takes a, it's a big, long weekend. Unfortunately, circumstances, Mikey and I couldn't watch together, so we had to communicate via text messaging. However, um, we both enjoyed the show. And yeah, I would say it's definitely, it's hard to judge a WrestleMania right after it because you will have recency bias. And there's some things in here I think that probably took it out of like a top, top, the number one. But I do think it was a top tier WrestleMania for sure. And probably in the top five or six, I would yeah. say. I mean, like not that. a, not, no, I left the weekend, you know, going into it skeptical. Yeah. We had uh, high hopes. You always have to, you always have to with, right? You got to temper your expectations. Well, yeah, we had high hopes and we were still tempered a little bit, but still had but, high hopes. But I, I would say it exceeded my expectations. Absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the things we talked about all, 
you know, obviously leading up to this, we've talked about, everybody's been talking about it. One of the biggest moments of the weekend came on Saturday when Seth freaking Rollins stood in the ring and waited for whose music was going to hit, who was going to be his opponent, and long speculation that it was going to be... Wrestling has more than one royal family. (laughs) That's right. Long speculation it would be Cody Rhodes. That was probably the most rampant speculation. Um, however, as is want to do in the days leading up to WrestleMania, a lot of things thrown out there. Shane's in Dallas. Well, I can't Shane's in Dallas. It's probably Shane. You know, the fiend is posting cryptic messages, different things. So whatever. I mean, I feel still think Mike and I both probably thought most likely is Cody Rhodes. That line that Mike just said, you know, the, the precursor to his old end, AW music, the whole entrance, basically the same, um, Cody, the American nightmare comes out. And I think that the, the phraseology there is going to be very important leading up to the, I would say SummerSlam where I would guess we'll see Rhodes reigns at SummerSlam to see whose family is the Royal family of wrestling. And I think that'll play very big into that. However, uh, the match itself, obviously the moment great, humongous pop. Yep. Everybody was into it, mm-hmm. myself included. And I'm not even the biggest Cody fan, but it was a cool moment, which you don't get a lot of anymore. Right. And then you get him in the ring. You know, it, I don't think Cody's like a top wrestler in the world. Like he fancies himself. I don't think he's like one of the elite, elite wrestlers, but he's very good. And I do think, as everyone knows, that Rollins is not only a great wrestler, he's the best wrestler on planet Earth. So I think that the match was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Cody's going to get the win, but it took a lot to get it done. Great moment, great match, everything. 10 out of 10. What do you think about that, Mike? I, I don't know if I'd go 10 out of 10, but in terms of uh, Matt, well, I'm not going to get into technicalities. I'm not right. a, I'm not a professor of professional wrestling or, or all the holds like yeah. our buddy. Well, you're know Mike Tanay. I'm no, I'm no Mike Tanay, who they're trying to lure out of retirement. I hear, by the way, have you heard that? There's Brew, some AEW. There's some courting going on to bring back the professor. Which, I mean, the professor wasn't bad. No, I like, good. I do no. like his gimmick. I like his, I, his, you know, his move, the being the professor is pretty yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a good, he's a good, uh, he's more of a color guy, right? He's never the lead guy. Yeah, he was, he's done both because him, was, Shivani and and Heenan. He's done both because I think after Shivani left, I think today. And then I think an impact maybe yeah. today was did some lead, yeah. but he always like came at it with sort of like a play by play attitude because he's the professor and right. he knows all the moves and right. everything. Right. Absolutely. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm no Mike today. Right. Clear. But, but I am Mikey White Snake. Exactly. And I will say that. I mean, in terms of the spectacle, it was probably the most significant moment in professional wrestling in the last decade. Yeah, I mean, it's last. Uh, well, I'll say, I guess CM Punk showing up at, at uh, Rampage probably yeah, yeah, a little bit, but but yeah, this is big still in terms of in terms of movement between two different organizations. You know, we haven't seen something like this of this magnitude since the Monday Night Wars. Really. Yeah, and Let's obviously the, the the thing that makes this impactful, mm-hmm. obviously, it was the first one mm-hmm. to go the other way. Yeah. And, and it was the founding father of AEW. I mean, everyone could see it coming a mile away, but they still put out enough fog of war there yeah. that you were still kind of surprised when it was him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we had all this speculation at the eleventh hour. I heard people mention that it's going to be the fiend, right? Yeah. But, which would have been awesome. Well, been so good. <laughs> yeah, would have been so good. Too, but uh, uh, it, it ended up being Cody. Um, the entrance. 
everything, like you said, I think was pretty significant because he was packaged the same way he was in AEW, mm-hmm. which is very un WWE like yes. to make that concession. True, but it's a it's a it's a um, symbol of the power that he's earned over the, that that's, time. That's right, and I, everyone says that Vince respects a guy who who leaves and does his thing and comes back. Mm-hmm. Right, he never burns bridges in that way, and I think Cody always has understood that. Whatever happened at AEW was a difference of opinion on money, on right. creative. Well, I'm sure we'll probably find a little out. bit of all. We'll yeah, find out someday, and that'll that'll sell a lot of books too. Yeah, uh, but you know, you can almost see the way his contract was written and how it's played out on TV the last two night, you know, yeah. WrestleMania and uh, last night on Raw. But yeah, the way he was packaged, obviously the pop he got, it's going to be huge. Obviously, we're all curious as to how it's going to work moving forward. You mm-hmm. couldn't put him in there with a better guy than Rollins. I'm right there with you that Rollins is he's he's the guy right yeah. now, right? He's he's you couldn't pick a better opponent for a, a plug and play uh, scenario like you had with with Cody there where you can just bring him in off the bus, mm-hmm. put him against Rollins. I mean, and they're going to have right. a great match, obviously. And, and, and you know, uh, based on last night's Raw, it seems like we're going to keep moving in that direction, which mm-hmm. is welcome. I'm welcome. I welcome it a is. rematch for sure. It is. And um, they're going to make a big deal out of him, and right, rightfully so. I mean, this yeah, is just a compelling situation. The match lived up to it. I love the bionic elbow mm-hmm. tribute. The stardust uh, wink and nod yeah. was very good as well. The call for that, by the way, Corey Graves saying that isn't him uh, showing off or whatever. Yeah. That's him starting fresh. I like that. Yeah, it was well produced. It was a well produced match. Good professional wrestling match. I mean, yeah. honest to goodness, uh, just a good match. And and and, and the thing is, with a clean finish. The other thing, yeah, the thing that's like uh, uh, nice about the whole moment there too is you get. Like Vince or whoever, whatever you want to think, Vince not like overthinking it and then trying to swerve everybody because they knew it was Cody. Like just go with the moment; it's going to deliver. It would have delivered at any of these past draws. Mm-hmm. It would have delivered. It, but it, I mean, I questioned waiting at this point. It ended up working out great. So I could be. I'm wrong. Obviously, Vince knows more about wrestling yeah. in his pinky than I will ever know. Right. So. so we're off and running. I'm sure we're gonna see him peak. You know, and then what happens after that? He sounds like he yeah. signed a multi year deal. Uh, sound like he yep. signed a very creative contract based on his his press conferences. But the way he was presented, the introduction, the match. Yeah, I it's mean, a home run. You wouldn't change anything. I mean, no. it was it was it was as delivered, and that was one of our. You know, milestone moments of WrestleMania yeah. we talked and about in the pre-show. We said if they can get this right. Yeah, there's a couple things they have to get right. That was one. one. Um, as you said, they put him in there, the perfect opponent, Rollins. I, I, I tweeted this over the weekend, and I thought about it myself. If you take Reigns out of the picture, to me, the three pillars in WWE or whatever, as far as the top guys, I don't care what their title is or anything, in the ring, Rollins, Owens, and Zayn can carry anything you do perfectly in any way and i love that and that leads to the next thing kevin owens show the ko show main event saturday night the guest of course the one and only the texas rattlesnakes steve austin so i mean we're we're off and running i mean everybody has the expectations here what are they going to be what's going to happen you know my prediction if you listen to the preview i thought we'd get an attack by owens on saturday night and setting up a match on Sunday, which we were close. I thought for a minute I was on it because Owen yeah. said, I'm going to challenge, I'm called you out here for, to talk to you, to challenge you to a fight. And I was thought he was going to say tomorrow. I was hoping I wanted to be right so much. I wasn't quite right. He challenged him that night 
And just so happened, Stone Cold, he had the jorts on. He had the knee braces. He was prepared for a fight. And they went at it. They fought. No holds barred style. And I'll say this. The first two to three minutes of the match, I was a little bit concerned with KO, or I'm sorry, with um, Stone Cold. He looked a little slow and sluggish there. But after he got loosened up, he hit his stride, boom, ready to fucking go. He could do this every year mm-hmm. for another five years, no problem. Match goes on. It goes as you expect. A little bit of, you know, he took some shots. KO stunned him, blah, blah, blah. But of course. Took a suplex on the concrete yeah, floor. Suplex on, on, on the wire run, on the floor. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's hardcore. And then, uh, of course, Stone Cold gets the stunner, gets the W, gets the one, two, three, gets the beers, ends happy night one happy, but... And that's a two for two out of the gates form right here the, with these two things, in my opinion. Huge. I mean, what a huge moment, Len. We were all wondering, is it as the weeks went on, you know, and this angle is completely absurd. Kevin Owens just comes out. Yeah. All of a sudden, I hate Texas. Call yeah. <laughs> but we didn't need the build up, right? And we all said, is it going to be a show? Is it going to be a fight? I think we all kind of knew it was going to be a match. We were making this big deal out of it. We all said, this guy can go still. He proved us right. I think mm-hmm. we all pretty much said that this guy can still yeah. go. I don't have any really concerns. But like you, I'm, I'm, as soon as he came out with the knee braces on, I knew it was yeah. right. Uh, and and he did, and he performed well. He mm-hmm. did good enough. Yeah. Chugged a ton of beers. And then they brought him back on Sunday, which we'll just touch on a little quick, but we'll touch on it a little bit. They brought him back on Sunday as far as the Austin of it all. Amazing. They do the Austin Theory McAfee match. Good match. Uh, of course, Vince is there at ringside. McAfee gets gets the big win, and then he's challenging McMahon. Basically, McMahon staring him down. McMahon feigns taking off the jacket, puts it back on playing games a little bit. Gets in there. This is probably where this takes a little dip because it just takes so long at this point for they actually bring a ref in and have a match. I don't think any of that was necessary. If you just get McAfee and Vince to line up like they're going to go at it, Austin attack or Theory attack from behind. Couple boots, boom, glass breaks, and you probably shave like seven minutes off that segment, which was a little extraneous. The whole thing, uh, uh, McAfee to get pinned after a couple clotheslines by Vince is kind of silly, but nonetheless, we all know what the end game is. The end game is get your money's worth. You got, you flew him to Dallas. I mean, he's gonna get, might as well get both nights out of him. Stone Cold comes out, stuns everybody, drinks beers. McAfee celebrates with McAfee, of course. And then stuns McAfee as is what's expected. McAfee should have known. Let's not forget it, at the end of night one, Byron Saxton. Oh, Saxton's the best. I'm a huge like, Saxton fan, and, and he took one of the best stunners of all time. I'm going to tell you what. The, one of the things about Saxton I love is he he's knows what his character is, yeah, yeah. and he knows he's going to fall for that every time because he loves Stone Cold. He just mm-hmm. wants to do it. He's going to fall for it every time. It's fantastic. He did take a great stunner. You know who did not take a great stunner? And that's the chairman himself. The, do- the doctor. <laughs> the doctor. VKM, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And I'm going to I'm gonna he never, throw... He never has taken him great. No, but he's taken better. 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 Yeah. This was probably the worst one of all time. I th- I'm pretty confident it's worse than the one Linda McMahon took, which was awful. And Vince <laughs> McMahon... Vince, the, hearing this one, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I feel like he was a little bit gassed from actually having the match. Yeah. Yeah, and was. he took a misstep right when he was getting to like, get hit with it, and he like fell off balance. Stone Cold also might have just kicked him right in the groin, you know. Yeah, Stone. <laughs> I don't think Stone Cold looked like he put a real weak boot up there, but uh, but Vince is already off balance. It was strange. It was a terrible, Stone terrible. Cold saved a dough, and but it got, doesn't they, matter. They got enough for the video package. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No. Austin was there. 
Stoner's great. So Austin Theory, on the other hand, Austin Theory took, took a great, great, a great stunner. stunner. Yeah, I mean, good sell. The cells on the stunner. Vince getting uh, fooled by the entrance music when they started playing. Austin. <laughs> yeah, was that intentional? Uh, I mean, the whole thing was just surreal. The, honestly, the cells like, on the stunner are getting out of control. I mean, these people know they're just like waiting to do something stupid now. I mean, theories is so dumb. McAfee's was great. As he, he stole that from Shane McMahon with the beer fountain one, which was really good. Shane had done that one before. Um, and, you know, Saxton's taking a lot of them. He knows how to do them. Uh, KO just did more of a standard bump. But these guys, you know, it's going to, I mean, it's going to get ridiculous at some point if he does one to. It was just good quality entertainment. Yeah. We got the match. We wanted the bell rang. Yeah, it was fun. Everything no was good. Bard, Austin, you know, Austin respects the hell at Owens and, and obviously vice versa. It was fantastic. I, I mean, you can't be put in a bigger spot than that. McAfee, though, holy shit. Yeah. That guy McAfee's is right. over as hell. McAfee's he so it. over, it's uh, it's unbelievable, and he should be. Yeah, He's rightfully so. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better lead-up match to the main event, I think. No. It could have been the main event in and of itself. I'm going to tell you one thing about um, wrestling fans. You won't find a lot of groups of people that are less like authentic than wrestling fans and personalities and whatnot about like their love of something or their hatred of something. It's such a game. Like the, the Twitter, you know, wrestling universe is outrageous. So people just saying this is a 10 star match. Cause they like this guy. Oh, that was the worst segment of all time. And these guys are supposed to be professionals. It's unbelievable, but no one that I've th- can think of recently in the business or in a business like this is more authentic than fucking Pat McAfee. I mean, he is authentically in love with wrestling. He loves wrestling. He does this stuff for nothing. He's losing losing money. I mean, and he does it. Well, I mean, with such a joy, it makes everything better. I mean, there's nothing like the idea of, of bringing him in was the best thing. I mean, honestly, it was unbelievable how much it, it changes. I couldn't even imagine right now going back to a SmackDown and it wasn't him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like Co- Graves is fine. I like Graves. He could fill in temporarily. But if I knew Pat was never coming back, I would be so disappointed. He's so fucking good. And and it was just good. I mean, the, the whole thing was good. That hit, Austin hit. And that's two for two of the big things we talked mm-hmm. about. The third was kind of our pipe dream, my pipe dream anyway. Yeah. Uh, the ending the show with Dwayne Rocky Johnson involved in somehow it would have been uh, too good. It would have been. It would have been. I thought there, it was really a good. Ch- I honestly was. I was getting more confident as everything hit. I was getting more and more confident. I was like, you know what? When that copyright single ca- or symbol came up, I'm like, oh, sh-, you know, the show's yeah. over. Warzone, you know. Yeah. But, th- and then it kept going, and I'm like, here it comes. But then the fireworks went off, and yeah, it was done. My, and yeah. and the the bad thing about that whole thing was there's still time. It, oh, I still think it could happen, definitely. But ending the show like that, not only did he, he not come out, which I think people expected, but I definitely was hoping for, but uh, the match itself good. was good. It was a typical Lesnar-Reigns kind of match with some heavy hitting, a lot of finishers, a lot of spam and finishers. Everybody says that. And that's kind of the truth. But this one was hurt a little bit by, I think... A legitimate injury to, to Reigns. I don't know for sure, but I think there may have been a little bit of a legitimate injury just based on the way they took it home, as they say, because he got, you know, he went spear, got in the Kimura. He was selling a shoulder injury, selling at the Heyman, everything, saying it was out, it was out, it was out. He was holding it weird for sure. And then from that Kimura, it was just an immediate slip out of the F5 spear pin. 
and it didn't seem like when where that match would end right there. But I've been worked before. I like to get worked. Hopefully, I'm getting worked. I don't fucking know. But I think we'll find out Friday. Like, and maybe, yeah. Maybe. But I think um, I think there may have been a, an actual injury there, and that's why the match was kind of. It seemed tr- shorter to me. But overall, the match was still fine. I didn't expect more than that from the match. Really, I was just hoping for the Rock at the end. Well, maybe the Rock was supposed to come out and Rock bottom him, but they said. No, shoulder injury. You can't do it. Go back. Go home. Your helicopter's waiting. (laughs) Get out of here. Yeah, that would have been too good to see Rocky show up there. I mean, that just almost would have been too much star power on it. It would have been too much. I I think it's honestly possible that, like, they wouldn't do it because it would have taken some shine off of Austin and the Undertaker's weekend and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it's possible that they were like, well, we'd like to bring the Rock, but honestly, like, it's going to kind of fuck Austin because Austin's getting the press now and but I don't know I'm not sure that's the case I just think Um, I mean just I probably would guess more likely scenario why it's not done is it's just not a hundred percent a sure thing they can get him for next year so they don't want to tease it now and then something come up so my guess is they they would just hold off a little bit maybe closer to survive or SummerSlam or something like that where they'll survivor series where they could bring it out and do something there or the week before wrestlemania or yeah they could do it the week before WrestleMania. Uh, just have to show up at wrestlemania like cody next year no mention of them at all they don't just show up for a match probably reigns will say he has to find his way to wrestlemania reigns will say i can't find an opponent i can't find an opponent and it, you know adam whatever his name is, Pierce, will say, well, I don't know what to tell you. You don't have a spot. We don't have a spot for you right now. And they'll just do that same Seth Rollins gimmick, except for Reigns, and then The Rock will be his opponent that just shows up. Maybe they'll do that storyline next year. Well, you never... I mean, I'll love that. If that happens, <laughs> that's a whole year from now, which feels like an eternity for yeah, the wrestling for world. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, the match itself... I don't know, Len. I, I don't know. I'll tell you, this is like the it first... Was it legitimate injury? I... I get, like I said, I guess we'll find out probably in, in Friday because because Roman said that you know you got to check out SmackDown on Friday. Mm-hmm. Is he injured? Is he not? I don't know. I hate to be worked, but that match had so much hype going into it. it I can't help but feel compared to the rest of the weekend that it was just a little bit of a. Letdown. It was a slight letdown, no doubt. And and honestly, the reason for and not me because is, the Rock not showing up. No, just in general, the reason for me personally, aside from the Rock, is. This is the, probably the first Reigns Lesnar match that I've ever been excited for based on the story and where their characters are right now. This was actually, but also I allowed myself to um, act like I don't know how these matches are going to play out and it was going to be some other thing. And it, I knew, I, I mean, I know better. We, sh- we should know better. Ray, Lesnar is great. He's a cool. This is cool new character for him. He still does two fucking moves, and it's super annoying. I mean, he does a belly to back suplex and an F five, and that's all. And I don't know why he could do so much more than that. He doesn't even do like a fucking body slam. He does two moves. It's annoying. Reigns does five or six maybe, and that's fine when you're in there with some with another guy that's smaller and you can do some other stuff with. If you're just gonna get belly to back suplexed and then once you get a turnaround spear them and then get belly to back suplexed and then spear them and, i mean it, there's only so much you can do it can only right. be so good and i'll say it was a missed opportunity for lesnar to drive like a tractor down the sure yeah really embrace that character he's like a bowl i, I feel like they could i guess see him ride a bowl down there 
Not a live bull, no. Oh, no, a big steer. A, a like, like a big longhorn. A lawnmower. No, no, a big longhorn steer. Just ride it right down That's there. unsafe. No, it isn't. They, they walk thing. them like in parades and shit with a rope, right? Have you ever been to fucking... Have you ever the, seen Jimmy ride a bull? ever been to Texas? Have you ever seen Jimmy try to ride a bull? Don't fucking bring up Jimmy to me, Mike. I don't want to hear about fucking Jimmy. Speaking of which... Wait, try to, ruin, try to ruin the WrestleMania... A great wrestling. He knocked him personally showing up there and then put him on camera. Knocked, knocked him from a number two, dude. the two wrestling of all time, the probably Maybe number six. Not a top five. I wow. mean, it's just ridiculous. This is presence alone. This I him. so hard. Oh, I was I'm so like, mad. Is this in, I came back in the room and they're playing this. They're playing this. Uh, 
if you jump on him the way he did, which made no sense to begin with, like thought no, he's just getting put up for. If, yeah, if you watch, if you watch any of those where the the people they've been doing these lately, where they get the stacked, um, yeah, you know, Raquel Gonzalez has done it. Uh, some they do it from time to time. Generally, they'll get them in the corner. The other girl gets kind of fake, like she get you know because he can't get a hold of the other person actually. So they kind of just jump on there. This one was. More plainly, egregious. more egregious. yeah, more egregious, and it led but, to a devastating injury. And he, they, yeah, he has him up. Boy, he's going to do double whatever body slam, double Samoan and drop, whatever it is. His knee clearly buckled. He went down. I said it immediately. Donnie did come up my house, so Donnie and I were watching together. I was like, he's hurt for sure immediately. And then he rolls to the out. This makes the tag. Rolls to the outside. And you know, people were around him. I could tell he was done. I mean, it sucks really bad because. I mean, I don't think they money. were going to win this tag titles, but the this has been working, and it works for Boogs, and it helps Nakamura as well, and it's just pretty sad. Like, he's just starting off his career kind of, and he's kind of hitting his stride, and then a big injury like this, you know, who knows? He could come back better than ever. He could come back, and you might never see him again. I mean, honestly, you never know in these situations. I have faith in Rick Boogs. My entire fortune rests on him. Yeah. Unfortunate injury, but man, he is red hot, and I think he's going to be just fine. I mean, I do too. I think he'll be fine as well. It's just, you know. A good time to maybe repackage him into an even bigger star. I mean, the, you, you know, it seems like they were doing a, a slow repackage into like a like 50s-style circus strongman, but... I don't like that, so let's repackage him into something different than that. And I'd like to probably see the guitar go away and the rocker yeah. gimmick. He kind of got to do something. If you want yeah. to be serious, he's got to be serious at some point. Right, yeah. Lots of time for him. I'm not sure how old he is. But no, he's... Unfortunate yeah. to see. The next big spectacle... It feels like every match, Len, had... It feels like they said, okay, what is the WrestleMania moment or moments... Mm -hmm. For these matches, and they built all these uh, uh, matches around these specific moments. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of they're mostly all kind of important matches. Only a couple ones that you're like, okay, I, well, like who cares? I, I want to talk about this one real quick, and that was the next one on the card actually, and that was the Scottish Warrior, mm -hmm. the Scottish Psycho, mm -hmm. a SmackDown Warrior, whatever with his uh, his either his. Dead wives or his dead mothers? mothers. Commentary mothers. Uh, mixed it up. Michael Cole. <laughs> it's mothers for sure. His it is Angela, okay, kicks out of the end of days. The first superstar to ever kick out of the end of days in the history of WWE, NXT, or the main roster. Happy Corbin's first ever loss. Then, Len, and I, an audible shriek for me because I thought it ruined the whole weekend. Cuts the ropes in half, almost all three ropes in one fell swoop with Angela. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania moment right there. A little bit worried that the event would continue. I don't know if they brought uh, backup ropes or ring or how quick. Yeah, they I mean, they, they, they have a great team. I mean, they have a great, great team. Great, great ring hands. Uh, they probably, you know, wove those ropes in the break during the video package or something. Yeah, but, know. but you very know, impressive. That match, as I was saying, not a lot of matches came into the weekend with no significance. This was one that did. It had no significance. And this match is terrible, honestly. It, it managed to screw, it managed to make everyone look worse, in my opinion, here. Although Drew McIntyre is going to probably be like Reigns' next challenger. But this whole thing, Angela to me, over. to me, you get Corbin 
like I have no problem with Corbin losing. Obviously, he should lose this match, but to, to uh, and just for a, a meaningless no nothing moment to have him kick out of end of days when they're you've got to use that for something. When you've kept it protected this close, it has to be something really important. This match is not that, so you shouldn't have had that happen there. I was very disappointed in that. Um, and then Angela is a goddamn travesty. God rest her soul. I mean, I. Like Drew, Drew's mother was probably a lovely lady. I wish he wouldn't have named his sword after her because this is a fucking stupid gimmick, and I'm so sick and tired of it. He always swings it real hard. It's more like he's going to chop their fucking head off. He's not going to chop Thank their head God off. He didn't connect with any. Of he those. he lands this on the ropes. It didn't even cut any rope. It just like knocked the ropes down like a blunt, like a blunt no. force object. Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> blunt force object. They cut in half, Lynn. And Watch the, the whole thing was a joke. And let's get these guys away from each other. Let's get Happy Corbin back. Poor something. I don't care yeah. what it is. A uh, little bit, a little bit of tension. Can we get a lone Happy? wolf back. Can we get the lone I don't wolf? Think so. Baron Corbin I don't back. Know. That was driven by his haircut. I think that <laughs> Baron Corbin is long gone. That mane. But you might, you might, because he his best friends about to to leave him. So yeah. long term booking underway. A little bit of tension. I there. mean, a big, Madcap. big weekend for Madcap Moss, winner Huge. of the 2022 Andre the Giant. Memorial Battle I Royal. You, I told you he's he's one of their aces up their sleeve. I think they're building him up to be a pretty big deal. They I, like him. They like him. I they agree. Like him, no doubt. How about the celebrities, Len? The celebrities yeah. were a huge story going yep. to this WrestleMania. Lots of star power. Yeah. Lots of maybe not A-listers, but No, uh, but I mean these these particular some, celebrities some B plus players. These particular celebrities are the kinds that WWE should should if they're going to use celebrities, these are the kind of ones that should. Like Logan Paul, yes, is a tool bag, but he also is one of the most known people in the like certain age groups that they could use out there. And he's a good athlete. He's young. Mm -hmm. He has a huge social media following. And he committed himself and, he, and was really good. He looked fantastic. He was really good. He had one of the best versions of the Three Amigos. I yeah. Because everyone loves to do the Three Amigos. Mm, yeah. Way, by it's way. hot. It's, it's hot every now. Every single show. Rey Mysterio's was terrible. Rey Mysterio does them all the time. And they were Sasha horrible. does good ones. Sasha does them. And she if, does it well. If Logan would have done his this a little bit swifter, a little bit quicker, they would have been pretty good. But he was a little bit too exact. Little slow. Yeah, a little slow on them. A little bit, but better than Rey Mysterio's. They get the win, mm-hmm. and a, a, I don't know if it's a face turn or a heel turn, but his partner, the Miz, Miz hits him in the skull crushing finale, um, and whatever. Honestly, I don't care about that. Yeah. Everybody wants to see Logan Paul get their ass his ass kicked. But you did. I, there's rumors now, Lynn, that he he wants a face. Yeah, a he wants face a face turn. turn. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see how good he is if he can turn into a face here. Because I'm interested. I'll tell you what, he's not if, a face. WWE can bad manage to turn him into a face. I'll his Logan Paul's whole life is cir- encircled by the concept that he's a heel. He's an actual heel human being in real life. Every minute of every day, that's how he is a millionaire. So for him to be a babyface will be difficult. But if anybody can make you like somebody that you actually hate, it's Mike the Miz Mizanin, who is probably the, one of the greatest heels oh, yeah. of all time. Yeah, so, he went, yeah, he's 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 learning from the best there. Yeah, uh, he can. The Miz can flip that switch at any time. And and again, speaking of the best, there, if you move to Sunday, another celebrity match. This one with Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. And let me say, I think I said it before leading up. I'll say it again. 
I'm not a Jackass fan. I'm not really a Johnny Knoxville fan necessarily. Not that I've never watched any of it, yeah. but it was never really my cup of tea. Too mature when that came out. Little, little, just not really my cup of tea. Like you know, stuff like that's not really my thing. However, um, Johnny Knoxville comes here, and he is another guy you want to bring in as a celebrity because he's committed, committed to the thing, and nobody on the WWE roster is more committed to a gag than Sami Zayn and more good at executing it. The fucking guy had that phone number that people were calling. He was answering FaceTimes and everything during the week when, when Knoxville gave out his number. That's commitment. Sami Zayn is treasure, a treasure. I mean, this match is was had no business being literally a perfect celebrity match. I mean, it was executed perfectly. Everyone was great in it. Knoxville, all the characters, we man, everybody coming out. We man might have got the biggest pop of the whole weekend yeah. in terms of a single move. Yeah, it was awesome. It was incredible. It was so good. And Sammy party Boy, party, everyone loves Party Boy. Party well, you, Boy. You might not love Party Boy. I don't, but I mean, yeah. people do. That's fine. Yeah. But Sammy, I do love. Sammy is so fucking good at this stuff. It's just amazing. I was texting in a group of, you know, Herzings and all them guys. And we were just, I mean, those guys love Jackass. But like, to me, it just made it all so much more clear how great Sami Zayn is. I mean, he's so good at this stuff. It's oh, and a, he's been good in this feud since day one. Yeah, and in everything. Showed everything they give him. Yeah. Every single thing yeah. they put him in, and they've put him in some shit. And he always delivers. He's unbelievable. Yeah. So they got that. I guess the other celebrity, quote unquote, would be McAfee. But he's kind of. obviously. Yeah, McAfee was great. And we, McAfee, you just, I expect. I treated McAfee just like another wrestler, basically. He's as good a wrestler mm-hmm. as some of these people that are uh, employed. Jumping up to that top rope and, yeah. and the superplex. And, and hats off to Theory, too. I think Theory had a good first showing. Oh, yeah. Theory's there. gold. Theory's good to go. He's moving in the he's right ob- direction. He's obviously a made man. Yeah, 100%. I mean, when the doctor's behind yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, Vince's handpicked guy. And then, it's, it's. I mean, they're setting it up, telegraphing it. You would Some would say that he's going to probably be Balor for the U.S. title here at some point relatively soon. Um, well, what's going to happen with these secondary? titles is kind of the question he had your continental champion was absent from the entire wrestlemania weekend he did just pick up a win on smackdown good wrestling match my thing is that's that's the most frustrating thing about all this stuff with him of balor and ricochet is you have you know you're you're uh, unifying the major titles so you're gonna have one heavyweight champion on two shows so reigns is going to be back and forth and he's only going to be feuding with one of them generally so he's you know whatever his next feud is He's going to spend most of his time on that show. So if it's McIntyre, he's going to spend most of his time on SmackDown. That gives you an opportunity to make the secondary title that shows a title for a month here and there. So that way you'd have the U.S. title on Raw defended in the main event. Conceivably, you could have Balor have some great matches on Raw defending the U.S. title, losing it to Theory, whatever, while Reigns is dealing with McIntyre there. Then the next time it's McIntyre, let's say it's McIntyre and Cody Rhodes or whatever. Then you have Ricochet main event in a bunch of Raw of SmackDown segments, and that's how you should be building those secondary titles. Yeah, I feel like they just didn't have plans for the secondary titles head into Mania because they have well, they things. haven't at all. They like had, they haven't yeah. at all. Not, Shinsuke yeah. didn't defend the title for like six months. Yeah, so yeah. so I don't know how long they've had these celebrities lined up, but they don't all, treat the uh, the secondary titles no. with any respect. No. I, I come from a day back in the day where the Intercontinental was basically a de facto number one contender. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was. He was yeah. the second best guy. And I, I, mean, I wish it was like NXT, that again. NXT 2.0, which is tonight. 
I a think champ. It, feel, it feels like, yeah, he's the A champ. I mean, he's I not like that anymore. Unfortunately, oh, well, Cameron Grimes is the A champ. He made it the A championship. Yeah, but they defended the NXT title on Raw last night, which was cool. Breaker gets his WrestleMania moment yep. kind of on Monday, yep. and and a full acknowledgement that he's a Steiner, by the way, inducting yeah. his his uncle and his dad into the Hall of Fame, which was the Hall of Fame. I like that uh, spotlight on NXT title on Raw. I think it gave a yeah. lot of people a chance to see Braun because you're going to yeah. see him up there soon. I think they're they're yeah they're going to skyrocket him up there. Yeah. I thought there was a chance he'd he'd lose last night. And he'd right. be on Raw, right? Honestly, yeah, I kind of thought about that. Well, how when's the draft happen? It was in the fall of the last couple of years, like Septemberish, October. Oh, it's a terrible time because it's right after SummerSlam, but like right before Survivor Series, and then you have these teams that are representing Raw that are just like just got to Raw. It's real weird. Big emphasis on here's another uh, thing I enjoyed about the weekend. Uh, big emphasis on the Gable Stevenson, and of yeah. course being confronted by Chad Gable, the other mm-hmm. U- Olympian yeah. on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Was good. Good. Stevenson obviously is going to get fast tracked at some point here. Um, you know, he'll be I, I have a lot of confidence that he'll be great. twice. Yeah, introduced just a couple nice. times. That's pretty bad. Uh, did the big over-the-head belly-to-belly suplex there. And, um, you know, it's just that match. I mean, obviously, RKO, one of the best RKOs of all time, delivered not by Randy Orton, although his was good too, mm-hmm. but Matt Riddle with the springboard mm-hmm. RKO on one test forward. And to me... My dream scenario, this will literally never happen because the title match at Mania is going to be like Roman Reigns or someone like that for like the next 10 more years. But like next year or something would be fantastic if it was just Matt Riddle, Riddle versus Montez Ford for the United States or the US, the World Championship, the whatever, unified title. Those two guys, can you imagine what they could do together in a ring? It's unbelievable. Their personalities are amazing. You could make Montez Ford a top heel in the company right now. He would be so good as a heel. You put Bianca yeah. with him as a heel. Like that would be a good intercontinental title feud. It would. It would be a good world title feud, but it will never yeah, get to yeah, that point. It, it would be. Right. A, it would but be. it should be a stepping stone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those guys should, I mean, honestly, at some point, I'm probably going to have to separate. But anyway, that match was good. A lot of good stuff. The whole weekend kicked off also with Triple H coming in on Sunday. Uh, not the whole weekend, but Sunday kicked off with Triple H's music hit, which was really cool. He came out, got to acknowledge the crowd, left his boots in the ring as he announced he, you know, medically wouldn't be able to wrestle anymore which is a downer but it was cool to see him get another little moment because triple h is the fucking man so he saw uh, tomasa chomp off yeah as well saw chomp off seems like we might see chomp i mean it kind of has a a little bit of a good spot for maybe would could chompa be part of edge and priest little crew i think that would fit pretty well in there, he would fit in there pretty well. Rhea Ripley would. Too. Rhea Ripley would as well. Also, a little potential foreshadowing. Also, by the way. Alexa Bliss, I think, is a, yeah, would be an outsider. People would look good in that. Uh, I'd love to see a big faction, like more than three people. It would be cool if they got five or six people. Realistically, I think it's going to be three. Cause it's, it's always three. That's the WWE's brood, number. It's a brood. It's a brood two point right? That's the so WWE's what gonna, number. What are they going to call it? Are they going to call it the new brood? It's something now. It's something with legal. Uh, the law judge justice. slash uh, whatever uh, edge of justice, some sort of justice league, <laughs> not the justice league, league, league of Ob- justices. obviously not the justice league the Supreme court. Yeah. Supreme court would be good. <laughs> Supreme, the Supreme court would be great. Um, something, but the great thing you see edge last night reference, um, when he was introduced in priest, he said he'll be the, you know, the punish the hand of punishment, which is great. You know, referencing his old name as punishment Martinez. So I like the starts of that yeah. and I'm anxious to see where it goes. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, you know, 
a lot of matches didn't have a lot of Tom Tom Foolery, I want to say. Yeah. They were a lot of them were clean, it felt like. Yeah. Not a lot of shenanigans. So I didn't mind that uh Ed JJ match ending in a little bit of shenanigans. Yeah, I liked it because it, and it it's clearly new. Because it was, and he, also it was clearly even the whole lead up to WrestleMania, the feud wasn't that hot. It was kinda of, you could tell it was right. the start of the feud, not the end of the feud. They were starting Edge and AJ going forward. It's going forward. So that's yep. what that's that was more like the start of the feud. Yeah. Plus, if they end up being awesome, you can look. You might look at this mania down the road and say, "Hey, that was the first time that the Supreme Court." Yeah, up. Supreme Court debuted. It was like it's kind of like Bash to Beach with NWA. NWA. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the third man shows up for the Supreme Court, it's going to be huge. But um, so yeah, that was that. We had well, I thought the match of the night, as far as wrestling goes, to me. Was Bianca and Becky match of the weekend? It was my that was my favorite match of the weekend. Very good. Becky both look, both look like a million bucks. And yeah, I mean those two are two of the best. They are, and you know they should have been on later than uh, Charlotte and Ronda. They were they're a better match. Honestly, they're more important in, in my opinion at this point. But whatever, all four did a great job. I actually yeah. liked the Charlotte Ronda, Ronda, Ronda ma- showed a little bit more. Ronda showed more. She had a little more passion. A little pep in her step. Yeah, for sure. But Bianca Belair, I mean, you can't get any cooler or better than her. I mean, she's like the ultimate perfect wrestling persona. You know what I mean? Just like, and I think she, I mean, it'd be great as a heel too. I don't know if she'll ever get a chance to turn. She's going to be so big as a baby face. But yeah, it's she took the boot to the eye, walked out last night with a black and blue eye. But she got the title. Becky, this could, could start a little descent into madness for Becky. She seems like she's already on the borderline. She could really snap. So you take the belt away from her. It's the only thing she ever had. Bianca said that last night. Could we see a little crazy side of Becky, even crazier side? Is she losing it? She's going to lose it maybe. Yeah, that haircut I think is a, is a tip. Mm-hmm. A, tip to, a tip of the hat to what's going to happen next. But yeah, I'd like to see they need, they need to get a little space between her and Becky right now and get to Becky onto something else, Bianca onto something else. I think that's Bring coming. EO. Bring up EO. Come on. Yeah, I think I think we're looking at I think there's a chance where we look at uh, Rhea and Bianca coming up relatively soon, but I don't know. We'll, I don't know if they'll pull the trigger on that either. Raquel maybe. Yeah. So that was a lot of the major stuff. Oh, another big moment though. I mean, <laughs> surprisingly, the first loss of the Colossus, Mike. Omos mm-hmm. taken down at the hands of the Almighty. Well, that's a good segue. You know, Monday Night Raw, the Raw after Mania, pretty big deal. Kind of, kind of flat. A little underwhelming last night, uh, both from a crowd energy. So I feel like a lot of people might have been burnt out. Yeah, that, that, that long weekend, that deep South heat. Yeah, been getting to them. Not as quite as uh, as much pageantry and excitement there, but. The one thing I loved, and we said couple it, big things. We'll we pu- said, "Where's MVP?" Well, yeah, he's back. He's back. He brings Bobby out. You know, the, the Almighty called a big win, big huge win over Omos. He's hyping him up. Mm-hmm. Omos interrupts. He wants a rematch right now. Lo and behold, all planned by Montel Vontavious Porter as he jumps Lashley from behind, directs Omos. They destroy Lashley, and it looks like MVP's got a new client. And if you're gonna Try to recover Omos from that loss. This you couldn't do much better than this. Yeah, this is actually a great move. Will be the hurt business. I mean, what's what's going to happen? I mean, you know, I'll just Omos isn't good enough to keep doing this with. You know what I mean? Like he can't be in this top singles guy right now. So if you did build like a hurt business around him, where you have some little mix of matches, he can tag, he can dominate at times. But what would be even better 
is if he could just go back to being the muscle, but this time for a revived MVP. Get MVP as the main guy, him and Lashley in the feud. It would be better than Omos and Lashley, but you got Lashley or Omos there as the muscle to help him out. You got to do something to recover Omos, but I just, you know, as far as the in-ring stuff, him being a solo, it can't happen. So MVP helps him there in any way. So that'll be, that's a good one. But I mean, the biggest thing coming out of Monday Night Raw, Mike, I mean, it was trending on Twitter. It was all over the place. The biggest thing coming out of Raw was the debut of a brand new superstar who interrupted Kevin Owens' speech. He came out of there like a just a classic 80s baby face, all, you know, tights and long flowing hair, no facial hair. A brand new guy, Ezekiel, debuts. Not now, Elias. No, no. He bears a resemblance to Elias. He does. Because? But there's a reason for that. Yeah, of course. But there's a reason for that. As KO called him out, he said, you're Elias. And Ezekiel said, no, I'm not. I am Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. So... I didn't know anything about Elias having a younger brother, nope. but he's he's here. He's good. arrived in WWE. Good genes in that family. I yeah. don't say that much. Good yeah. genes. I mean, they look a lot alike for sure. And so Ezekiel makes his debut. And I mean, this guy, he just looks like somebody, you know, I watched wrestling in the eighties and he just reminds me of like Tito <laughs> like, Santana or like four guys put together. Yeah. You might have Tom Zink, something like that. Like just come out house of fire, hitting a bunch of running forearms yeah. and just getting that crowd fired up a classic, as I like to call him crowd pumper is what Ezekiel looks like. Crowd pumpers don't work all that well in 2022, but the, 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 in all seriousness, the key to this whole bit is if they're going to do it is do it right and just refuse to acknowledge that it's Elias forever. Just keep saying he's Ezekiel no matter what. Maybe Ezekiel can go to his parents' house. There'll be like a shadowy figure that could be Elias maybe in another room, whatever. You can do whatever. Just make it all in. I, I don't know if I could trust Elias to pull off a gimmick like this. Now, maybe a guy like El Vagabundo could do it, yeah. but not Elias. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> El Vagabundo is a classic for sure. That you you know, and he I don't know whatever happened to him. He just wandered away. We've never been seen again. Probably not. Probably a successful actor somewhere. Probably. I I'll tell you. I was all. You know me. I walk with Elias. I mean, I have an Elias shirt. I'm a big Elias guy. Big guy. They've had him points where he could have been a top top guy. They kind of would just drop the ball at the last minute. But when he'd come out there strumming that guitar by that first drum, I was ready to hear what he had to say. It was generally pretty good. Unfortunately, he's gone. Ezekiel's here. Maybe Ezekiel has a musical talent. Maybe he like plays the clarinet. I don't know. We'll see in weeks to come, hopefully. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm all in. Kevin Owens said if he didn't get out of the ring by a count of 10, he was going to be sorry. And then he counted the 10. Ezekiel never got out and KO stormed off. And I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Ezekiel's <laughs> going to be sorry. I, I'm anxious to see what that I got. was the biggest thing to come out of last night. And it was kind of out of left field. It was, <laughs> but it was great. I'm it was funny. I'm all and in. also... Kevin Owens is so good. His face when he was when he saw him walk into the ring, he was like so disgusted. Like, what's this guy doing? He said, "Why is he interrupting me?" And then he looked right at him and was like, "What are you doing?" You know, like you're it's a, you're lies. And he's like, "I mean, it's just perfect." Owens is so good at wrestling; it's great. I love it. Yep, he he's a star, man. He's he's just one of those hands that. 
I mean, he got fully rewarded. This, yeah. That's a pinnacle of his career. I'm yeah. sure he would tell he you He said it. I mean, he said it. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest moment. That's his whole and, and dream. That's awesome. He deserves it. And Sami Zayn, too, is it, right there behind him. That, Like I yeah. said, that jackass match could have been a main event, and I think everyone would have walked away happy. Yeah, and then Seth Rollins, the other one I was talking about. Rollins on Monday, he interrupts Cody. Cody, Cody has his really good promo about you know his goal was to get that title like his dad never got to get a good promo. And then Seth comes out. You think something's going to happen. Nothing just says welcome home to him and walks out. A little bit of a strange interaction. Everyone's confused by it, including Cody. So, obviously, I think Rollins is playing mind games like he likes to do. Rollins is the man. Can't wait. Just a great, great satisfying weekend of wrestling. And tonight, we get an ex... 2.0 2.0 live tonight. 2.0 is back. Yeah. 2.0 is, I oh, think. I, I assume it's live. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I know sometimes they have. I think we're getting a tag title rematch on there. Toxic Attraction trying to get their belts back off the newly uh, repackaged. Well, not repackaged, but um, reunited. And it feels so good. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai won the titles on Saturday. Um, I like them together, but. It seems like both of them should probably be on the main roster at this point. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tox Attraction gets those belts back tonight. Yeah. And then Lash Legend, my girl, versus Nikita Lyons, your girl, is is advertised for tonight as well. Well, uh, let's hope that happens because Uh, uh, we might have to make a friendly wager on that one. um, I'm going to tell you what. Battle battle the, the butt implants. Battle the bulge. (laughs) <laughs> and more ways than one. That's right. Wow. I'm re- I'm really looking forward to that now that you said that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I was half asleep. I might have read that's, it wrong. That's going to be the, high, the main event of WrestleMania weekend. Right? <laughs> that's the highlight of WrestleMania 39. <laughs> might get more trends. <laughs> <laughs> main event. That's right. But no, I mean, overall, like, set, like you said, Mike, it was a great weekend. Yeah. Is there anything we missed? Um, new tag champ, women's tag champ, Sasha and Naomi. I'm happy for them. Nothing really to write home about. No. But... Um, uh, weirdly seems like they're just trying to break Liz, live and re up already. I don't Butch is a real spark plug. Butch is, yeah. They're treating Butch like a, like a little wild, like uh, ankle biter dog, like which scrappy dude. Yeah. Scrappy dude, which is pretty funny. I mean, <laughs> if they commit to the, any of this stuff, I don't care. Just keep it coming. Good, good tribute to uh big E from the new day. Yes. Yeah. yeah they're, those guys are great. That match, unfortunately got cut for time Saturday and then only got a couple minutes on Sunday. Um, whatever, but it's just kind of a part of WrestleMania tradition to be honest that stuff happens but that's it but right now as all as generally the case after wrestlemania you have a little bit of hope going forward looks like everything's starting to come into shape my this to me right now to this to me to last night and friday would have been it would be the wwe draft every year yeah. right after raw or right after mania you start new yeah. You start fresh, mm-hmm. and you don't do WrestleMania backlash because I don't want to see a bunch of rematches from WrestleMania. What you do is you start brand new and fresh, and and in fact, you could well you can't really do it, but you could do something akin to day one for your May pay per view, where it's like a start of a new year. You know what I mean? And I I think that would work better because. Like it's kind of the end of everything at Mania, or should be. It isn't always, but it should be the end of most things. And if there's something really important, like the Edge AJ thing, you want to keep going, you just make sure that they both end up on the same brand. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it would go a long way to bring casual fans back to have some type of like draft event right after WrestleMania when interest is really high. Yeah, and also if you do a draft on Monday, let's say like last night, you know, you'd only show a couple picks. You show a pick here and a pick there, but like say. 
just for example, last night, SmackDown draft, draft Seth Rollins, and um, which he's been on Raw, and then you know um, Ricochet is drafted back to SmackDown, and then you have them two in a match on Raw last night, just a just a general match for something, you know, because he's going over there. So just whatever, and then you can get some good matches out of it, new fresh matches. I feel like the draft is like their midway point, like get out of jail free card, like they can just sort of yeah, whatever they want if they want to at that time. But it, it is kind of something for. I just don't like the timing of it. I, it's yeah. a weird time, right? Because this feels like the Super Bowl in the next phase should be like the beginning of the election yeah, or right. But, but anyway, it's more um, like the Daytona 500, Len, where it kicks off, the kicks new off season. the new season. Yeah, of course. So a big win by uh, racing is every uh, Bobby Labonte. If you're gonna if you're gonna follow a, a league's example and you're trying to be successful and you're trying to follow a league's example, my suggestions are that you don't follow NASCAR or NHL's model, and yeah. you probably look more to the NFL or NBA don't model. Follow, don't follow the NHL. Do not follow their model if you're I'd trying to follow NASCAR's model than the NHL. Yeah, NASCAR's model is you worked better when there was more overt racism and uh, <laughs> Southerners that weren't don't live in the South in the United States. So that's dwindling, sort of get more like condensed. NASCAR died the day Dale died. Yeah, that's true. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's the beginning end of NASCAR right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, Intimidator went down. Once he was died, it was over. The sport might Mike love. goes to the Poconos race every year. He's a big <laughs> supporter. He's a big supporter of NASCAR. That's right. Chase Coke. Elliott. <clears throat> I love the Coca-Cola 600. A New Day car. Remember when they had the New Day car that I one race? When they had the NWO, NWO car. car, they had, I think they had a New Day car one time too. Well, and they did. Big E drove a pace car there. He did. He knows what's up. So did the Undertaker. NASCAR's pretty hip to it. No, NASCAR's pretty hip. To They're it. hip to WWE. They they know hillbillies like the or the WWE just as much as they like NASCAR. Mike, I mean that's the truth. I could see like Cody Rhodes owning a NASCAR team. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Well. Len? It was a good show, Mike, and it was a good. Sh- I mean, was it WrestleMania 38 level? Probably not, but it was probably you know SummerSlam 95 level, which was like okay. What do you think for this for this uh, podcast? I would probably say more like a Royal Rumble 98. Okay, that's type a good thing. one. You know, maybe I- like uh, War Games 80. Nah, I don't even know if these things exist. As long as it's not a Bash at the Beach 2000, which I watched the other day. Uh, maybe uh, it was like a In Your House Beware of Dog or something like that. I had to watch the Bash at the Beach. What was uh, Bash at the Beach 2000? What was on that? When uh, Jeff Jarrett laid down uh, for and Vince Russo came out. And yeah. like Mark Madden and Scott Hutter, everyone yeah. didn't know what it was like the worst. Yeah. It was, uh, it was at the end of the Hulk Hogan uh, evil episode. Yeah, I watched that, yeah. And I was like, I always try to watch obscure w- uh, WCW pay-per-views. Yeah, and, it's a good like Random hand. thunders around that era because they're just so off the wall. They're ridiculous. They were just losing. I mean, they're losing it. <laughs> I like to watch some of that stuff, too. I wish, like, the, the network... Train, it's a train wreck. It's like... <laughs> the network had a better search option now than Peacock, obviously. I what, it's gotten better. It has improved. That. They have, you can at least select the uh, promotions from the top... Yeah. Yeah. Now you you couldn't do that. Before. Used to be able to put in, uh, you know, not not even used to be. What I wish was you could put in the name of like a storyline or something, and you could watch 
in order, like the Raws and Nitros, like in pay-per-views, like in that, like, for example, I would love nothing more than to be able to type in Ministry of Darkness and just watch it go through. I would watch, I watched the Stephanie McMahon episode of Evil and it showed there with, ben, or with uh, Undertaker kidnapping and everything. That was fucking awesome. I love Ministry of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. So the corporate I, ministry, that whole the corporation, that whole yes. sideline. But if I could go back to WCW, one storyline like character I would like to follow again that I miss was Ernest the Cat Miller, oh, yeah. <laughs> buddy. When Ernest the Cat he would put that, the, do the James Brown gimmick and throw that. He was the commissioner yes. of WCW yes. Bash the Beach 2000. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was. The, he, brought, he, he brought him in uh, in a limo outside in a broad daylight. And then these three, jeez, uh, I can't even remember. These ninjas, like Akira Tazawa <laughs> and Jace Ninjas, like attacked him and he beat them all up. And he was just, he was like running out during every match. Just saying. I love, <laughs> I love Ernest the Cat Miller. I love him. Like he has Vince Russo loved him too. Oh apparently. my God. When he used to do that James Brown gimmick with the cape and he'd get down in there oh, and then he'd yeah. throw it off. Oh my God, dude. The, him, was it Sonny Ono was managing him at some point or was it some, I think so, something yeah. like that, right? That's when he was holding down the, uh, the mid card. Yeah. Like, like a TV title or just yeah. title something. Yeah. Dude, I love Ernest Cat. See, I would like to watch. Watch Ernest Cat Miller's whole like career in succession, and it's like you can't really do that. And then even if you want to like, I also wish like when you watch, I wish you could pick a year and just start watching it, but not all only all the nitros, but like in order, like Nitro Thunder pay per view, like whatever. You know what I mean? If you could do those things by year, which I'm sure this is a lot of cataloging, a lot of work would have to be done. But somebody at Peacock should get on that. I would like to do that. I would take that job of like just like made a tagging each episode of Monday Nitro. <laughs> like if you just Raw. look took the year ninety nine and then just like put them in order the whole year, like January, but yeah. every single TV show and pay per view all in order. Because when you you start watching it and you like watch a Nitro, but then you don't like automatically just go to the pay per view. If there's a pay per view, you just go to the next Nitro. You like skip that pay per view. So it's I just I don't know. I wish it went a little better. Yeah, they're getting there. Small improvements. Yeah, baby steps. Baby steps from Peacock. It's it's probably about one fourth of the way uh, as far as the network. Probably. I will say, I, I mean, I've had no issues at all with the streaming. No, like the, the the stuff plays good, all that stuff not for one, sure. Not one hiccup here. I mean, granted, it's standard definition. I had a minor hook. I had a minor hiccup on when I went to watch Stand and Deliver on Saturday. Not really. It was minor, but. I was working, so I wasn't there at the beginning of it. So I got home around three, and I wanted to watch it from the beginning. Well, it was starting; it was there, but you can you rewind can. it. You can just go there into it live, rewind it the whole way to the beginning, oh, and start that. watching it. Which is generally you can do that. So I did it. I rewound it the whole way to the beginning, but for some reason, That's... it only rewinded it mm-hmm. to like the it missed the first hour. I don't know why. And then so I just waited till it was over, and then I could start it again. I watched it then later on, but like. It let me rewind it almost to the beginning, but not quite to the beginning. And I didn't want to miss no if Michael, I missed Michael P. Hayes was editing it. Uh, yeah. Or they could post it up. They got to <laughs> take a lot of shit out. That's my biggest uh, complaint. Is you should be able to start, live, start from the beginning at any time. That's the absolute number one it's thing. A, it's a hard thing for a lot of streaming services to get right for some reason. Peacock's 
can learn. anything that has live on there. You should have. That's like the. I mean, that was the that's the standard. absolute best thing about the network is you could start that pay per view whenever the hell you wanted that's from right. the beginning, right. With yeah. no problem yeah. at all. If you're 15 minutes late. You yeah. feel like you didn't miss anything. Yeah. You miss a lot if you miss 15 minutes this weekend. It was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Len, we're gonna be getting into the our new season of wrestling, if you will, mm-hmm. what we believe to be the new season, which. It's now 12 months, April mm-hmm. 1st, 2023, Hollywood. Is it SoFi, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, SoFi, yeah. WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania begins as a path, just like the path that the living room champs are going to take over 2022 and into WrestleMania 39. Mm-hmm. Not quite XL, man, not WrestleMania XL. Did we know where that's going to be at yet? Did they announce? Uh, they may have. I don't know. They usually announce it anyways. They may have announced it already. You can find out all about WrestleMania XL, Rex, WrestleMania 39, right here in the living room. Living Room Champs, Facebook, Instagram, Discord, LRC Pod on Twitter, livingroomchamps.com. A lot of articles coming up. Pre-NFL draft, probably some another NFL draft show coming up. Yeah, we'll get an NFL show coming up. Some Entertainment shows. Center will be back. The slapper yeah. around the world hasn't even been discussed. No, no, a little, little um, sabbatical from our uh, Oscars expert, Mario. Also, John John, uh, he's been off his game. He's I don't know what he's doing. He's courting women somewhere or something, whatever. He's always trying to postpone it. I mean, that guy, you can't, you know, we got to get him back focused. Um but we'll be back someday soon with the entertainment. We'll talk about the Oscars. I don't give a shit how outdated it is. We'll bring it back. We'll just bring it back. Everyone will be sick of hearing about it. We'll talk about it anyway. But I did watch, and speaking of that, just briefly, I did watch the Oscar winner for Best Picture, Coda, on Apple TV. I won't tell you what I thought of it. Well, I sort of will. It was good. Very good. And we'll talk more about it on the Entertainment Center because I know John John has watched it. Marielle on the Oscars preview, said it should win and would win. She was correct, and she was in the minority because it was not the favorite. Power of the Dog was the heavy favorite, but that's why she's our Oscar expert. She knew. So from Cody to Coda. To Coda. That's right. Complete show. Covered, and we'll see you right here next time in the living room. Living room champs are out. The LRC.